God bless you. God bless you. God bless the saints. Come on and praise God. Hallelujah. Let's go to believe we're going to go to um, Saint, the book of uh, Saint Luke, 15th chapter. Saint Luke. Where am I at? Saint Luke, yes. Go Saint Luke, 11th chapter. Okay. Praise God. God bless you. We're going to continue. Amen. In our studies, praise the Lord. Yes, God. Have Luke 11 and 13. Question is, how much more shall um, our Heavenly Father give? Let's look at 13. All right, let's read it. Let's read it. Let's read it. If ye then been being evil, yes, know how to give. If you know, if you being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, right? How much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask? Huh? Now listen, listen, listen. That is, thank you, Mother. That is the power of the asking. And my brothers and sisters, there is something in the asking. You know why Why it's something in the asking? Because we have to learn why we pray to ask God. Because he is our father. Huh? Now, if you notice the petitions that was before um, God that Christ brought before God. Um, I, I like it because Jesus was always about victory. You, 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 you'll never, you'll never find in Scripture texts where Jesus was not about victory, and victory comes at a cost, huh? Now listen. Listen, listen to me. We, when we look at the cost of things, do you not know that we really don't mind paying for the things that we desire? Y'all listen to me good now. We don't mind paying for the things that we desire. But when it comes down to your soul, you really don't want to invest in your soul. Huh? Because you really don't understand how valuable that your soul is. My brothers and sisters, when you really give yourself over to fasting and praying, you if you have not felt it yet, there becomes a freedom. You you feel much lighter. Has anybody feel this is our second week? Anybody feel much lighter? Huh? You just feel much lighter. And when you do pray, you really 
well, I, I hate to say it like this, but you really get into the prayer. You know, you can feel the prayer. I don't know about you, but I can feel prayer. Huh? I can feel when folk been praying. So many have came into our um, sanctuary and said, I feel that this place has been prayed in. Huh? You can feel the power of prayer. And, and we're just encouraging each and every one to speak life. So not only in the prayer room, your prayer room, but you ought to be feeling power. Hallelujah. When you go into your house, if you've been praying in your house, you ought to be feeling the power. And there should be an anointing in your house. My God, when you have company come, they ought to be saying, oh, I, 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 feel, I feel something. I feel something. Hallelujah. I, I feel that they may not know what the something is, but when they talk about, oh, I, I feel something. Is anybody there? You ought to praise God about that. Hallelujah. I feel something. Listen, if you notice, jump, jump, jump to uh, St. John 16 and 24. St. John 16, 24. When you have it, shout back at me. I got it. You got it? Look at verse 24. Read it aloud. Read it aloud. Read. What does it say? Here's the, have you asked nothing in my name? Ask, and ye shall receive, that your joy. What, what does joy have to do with prayer? What does joy have to do with prayer? Look at, look at what it says again. My God today. Have ye asked nothing in my name? Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. Listen, joy, joy comes. Joy and victory can share the same room together. I wish I had somebody talking back to me. Joy and victory can share the same room. Matter of fact, there's two bunk beds. Joy, joy has the bottom. Huh? And who has the other bunk? Victory. Well, why does joy have the bottom bunk? Huh? Because weeping have came in the room, stepped on the floor. So weeping came in, but joy was the first one that he looked at. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy, joy has the first bunk. And then see what happens. Joy will hit the top bunk and say, hey, victory. We look at somebody and say, take, take joy and touch the top bunk. Oh, praise God. And tell... Joy would tell victory, hey. Now, tell you, tell you, just say, hey. Now, you got some joy? Now, just say, hey. Come on, come on. Now, you got to put it together. Because you remember, you're supposed to talk to the hand. Ah, uh, hey. Uh, talk to the hand. Like what? Joy, hey. I got victory, hey. You got victory, hey. Come on, praise God for victory. It walks through 
the petition as we petition God. So ask God for it, huh? Now, listen, we got the petitioning. Now, let's look at the palm of your hand. That's listen. Give me 1 Samuel chapter 3 and verse 10. 1 Samuel chapter 3 and verse 10. All right. Got it? I don't, but I got it now. 1 Samuel chapter 3 and verse 10. Okay. Now, uh, read it. And the Lord came and stood and called at other time. And what? Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, Speak what I heard to you. Listen, listen, listen. We, we, we understand that the word of God did not come to Eli. My brothers and sisters, Eli has had the same, um, had been given the same opening to receive God's word. Eli, because of mismanagement of family matters, cut um, or shut the door on God. God didn't shut the door on him. Eli did it. But God respected the door being shut by Eli. Well, what am I trying to tell you? See, you can get to the place where you mess up and messing up shuts the door. But God will honor you shutting the door. The Lord won't kick your door down. Tell somebody, the Lord won't kick your door down. Well, brother pastor, how do you know that? How, how come God can't kick my door down? Because if God kicks your door down, then God will go against uh, freedom of speech. I want y'all stay with me. Did or did Jesus not say, I stand at the door and not? See, see, you know what? See how, you know what? Listen, listen. You see how God is so mannerable? God is so, he, he has so much manners. You know what? God, listen, the God that we serve, he just don't push himself on anybody. Well, praise me. Oh, I, I, I feel God's glory right now. Hallelujah. See, God just don't push himself like some folk. You know what? Some folk just come to your house anytime without being invited. But do you not know that uh, you can stay longer when you're invited than you just to show up? Uh, y'all y'all catch that one. The Lord wants to stay longer. So he says, I stand at the door and knock. And then he says, if anybody opens up, see, you got to open the door. Huh? If you decide to keep the door shut, he won't come in. Because why? He feels like he's not invited. Right? But when you open up the door, huh? Now, if you watch it, see, doors are made two ways. They're made to be an exit, and they're made to be an entrance. See, when you're serving God, the door, praise God, becomes an entrance. Huh? Let's see here. When you open up the door, I stand at the door. Now, first of all, um, the Lord knows your address. 
he knows he knows your address. He knows your social security number. He knows when you sit down. He knows when you get up. You know, he knows when you're faking it. He knows when you're real. So the Lord said, listen, I, I come to visit you, but before I come in, I'm just going to knock. And if any man opens up, I'll come in and sup with him, right? Now, if you notice, the word of God came unto Samuel, huh? Now, it says, and the Bible says, if you follow what, what happens, and what's very interesting, well, we'll, we'll get there. I, I, I don't want to push it so so much, but the, you got to listen. Um, get, get, get Psalm 62 and 5 and just hold it there. Psalm 62 and 5. The lamp goes out in the temple of the Lord. Well, that the Ark of the Covenant was there. Samuel laid down to sleep. God calls Samuel. Samuel answers. Samuel only answers to a familiar voice. I, I need y'all to follow me. Well, praise God. I hope I can get through this class tonight. Praise Jesus. Samuel answers to a familiar voice, right? The only voice that was familiar at that time was Eli. Mm -hmm. So God calls Samuel and Samuel said, here am I. Now, four and five would seem there's a bit of confusion here. God calls Samuel, and Samuel says, I'm here. So if you look at verse four, Samuel is listening. Is that right? But now he's listening, but he's going the wrong direction. Uh-oh. Some of you say you're listening to God by praying, but you're going the wrong direction. God's not in that direction. Will you tell somebody God's not in that direction? See, but you don't know what, which way to go because you're only familiar, and Samuel is only familiar with the voice of Eli. So the Bible said he ran unto Eli and said, here am I. But wait a minute. He just answered said, here I am. But Eli is not calling Samuel. But Samuel is listening. Uh-oh. Listen, Satan will talk to you. You can't drown him out. And we are familiar with the voice of Satan. Uh-oh. Yes, we are. How many have been saved from something? I have. I have. How about you? If, you, if anybody is saved at all, you've been saved from something. All of us have been saved from something. Samuel goes and runs to Eli, huh? And he says, here am I. You, you, you called me. But Eli said, I, no, I didn't call you. Go, 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 go lay down. I ain't called you. That's him. I told you, that's him, that eating that cabbage late at night. I told you about that. You should have left that pork sandwich alone. I told you about eating all that stuff at nighttime. Go on, boy, boy, go lay down. Samuel goes back and lays down. And the Bible said now, verse 4, you said that God, you see God called him in verse 4, right? Verse 6, God calls him again, right? 
And so Samuel, Samuel rose and went to Eli. Why? Because that's the only voice that Samuel knows is Eli. So here am I. Here am I. You did call me. He answered, I didn't call you. My son, lay down again. Now, Samuel, look at verse 7. The Bible said, now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, right? Neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. God is calling him, but he did not know it was God. See, the problem I got, you know, a lot of times in fasting and praying, see, fasting and praying also gives you the spirit of listening. Oh, somebody write that down. I must have the spirit of listening. I'm not just talking about listening. Having the spirit of listening. Hmm. And the Bible said that Samuel did not know the Lord. Wait a minute. But was not Samuel taking care of the things of God? You can be taking care of the things of God and don't know the voice of God. You can be doing things thinking that you are in the right place, doing the right thing, but don't know the voice of God. You're saved, but now that you got saved, you must learn, you must know the voice of God. Huh? And when God speaks to you, you have the spirit of listening. So look at verse 8. This is 1 Samuel chapter 3, and look at verse 8. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time, three times. He arose and went to Eli and said, here am I, for thou did call me. Now, it's like to me, the young man, he's about to get an attitude. Now, you know what? Now, if that was some of us, you know, you would have said, oh, here comes pastor. You know, pastor. Yeah, you know, pastor get old now. You know, pastor keeps saying something, whatnot, but, you know, listen, I know pastor called me. But he said, act like he ain't called me. I know this man called me. This, this young fella getting an attitude now. Listen, now look, I ain't crazy now. Listen, now I'm tired of getting up running to you and you and you say you ain't called me. Now, it's bad enough. You know, I'm tired. I got to take care of stuff. That here you come, you know, talking, calling me. And then when I get to you, you ain't got nothing to say. Go back and lay down. Right? But the Bible says, see, Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. My, my brothers and sisters, we have to learn to listen. Now, I'm going to put a pin there. I'm going to come back to chapter um, 3 of 1 Samuel. But give me Psalm 62 and 5, and please read it loud. Psalm 62 and 5. My soul, I wait in silence for God. I wait in silence for God only. I wait in silence for God. You got too many people up and running and moving, but you're not listening. You must have the spirit to listen. Yes, you can pray. You can talk to God. Huh? You can, you can talk to God. What, what, what you, you, you can, you can, you praise God. You give God thanksgiving confession intercession, petitioning, but then you must listen, right? Give me um, Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 15. Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 15. Hold Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 15. Are you still with me? Eli knows something's going on. 
but Samuel does not. Mm -hmm. So the Bible said, now, now watch this. This is chapter 3 and verse 10 in 1 Samuel. Are you holding Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 6, 15? All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get there in a minute. And the Lord came and stood and called just as times before. God didn't change. God has a pattern. See, listen, if you confused the first round, if you confused the second time, and you get confused the third time if it's gone, why would God change his pattern? If you're already confused, why would God change his pattern? So the Bible said God did the same thing, right, as in times past, right? He called him as other times. But this time, he stood. Well, he stood in the doorway. He stood there waiting for the invite. Hmm? See, invite the Lord in and listen. Have you ever talked to somebody that you couldn't get a word in edgewise? You ever talked to somebody, held a conversation, and then you were, you know, you wanted to focus in, y'all stop it, y'all stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. You talked to somebody and, and you wanted to say something, but, you know, they talk so much and you and you were thinking like, you know, pretty soon the conversation was turned, you was turned off. It's like, my goodness. You wouldn't want to say, will you shut up so I can say something? Because you have to learn to listen. And sometimes if you're doing a lot of toxic prayer, and I've heard that this week. Um, praise God for Mother Hawthorne and praise God for uh, our chaplain sister, Sister Roberta Perry. And they talked about this. They talked about listening in prayer. And so if you keep asking God, but you don't have the spirit to listen, the enemy would take full advantage of the situation. Did or did not Jesus say, my sheep know my voice and a stranger? See, right now, God's voice to Samuel God is a stranger. That's impossible. Right? No, 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 no. Let's see here. Let's, let's, let's look at the scripture. As Just as other times, God calls. And um, he says, speak now, Samuel. Then Samuel answers, speak. For thy servant heareth. So the Lord said to Samuel, behold, I will do, I need you to underline that. I'm going to do a new thing in Israel. And look at verse 11, 11b. God said, I'm, I'm going to do a new thing which both the eyes, huh, the Eyes or the ears of one that heareth, it shall tingle. The ears of one. I'm going to do a new thing in Israel. And which both the ears of everyone that heareth, it shall tingle. You got to hear. And so 
listening. So it says, Hebrews 3 and 15, what does it say? Hebrews 3 and 15, say it loud. So today, if you hear his voice, you don't harden your heart. But then the psalmist writes again, he says, listen, I need you to be still and know that I am God. You got to be still. And there is a stillness is a quietness of peace. Will you write that down? A stillness is a quietness of peace. God will give you peace in your spirit. That stillness is your, your, your spirit is quiet. Your spirit has peace. Be still and know that I am God. Listen, when you know that God's working that thing out, you ain't going to stress about it. You're going to have peace in it. And you're not going to keep pushing God. You keep asking God, when, 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 how, 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 how. The Lord said, just listen, shut up and listen. Be still. Calm yourself. Listen, my, my, my faith family, when you know that God is in control, even though things are not going well, your spirit, God, will give peace, and you can be still. I got some things. I got some things that's on me, but I know that God, God you know what? Let me tell you something. When God gives you peace about something. Don't try to get emotional like other folk around you. If God, if the death angel comes and takes a loved one, my faith family, it is, well, let me say it like this. God can take grief away from you. You never grieve at all. And some folk will look at you like, you need to cry. What's wrong with you? Oh, he or she, they're holding that thing inside. You better get it out. You're going to have it. No, 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 no. God is able to give you peace when everybody else. Y'all don't hear me? See, you don't have to be like other folk. Do you not know that when you pray to God, God got things especially designed. God has a package for you that is specially designed for you. Huh? It doesn't fit with nobody else. See, when people think you should be breaking down, falling under, let me, can, can I testify real quick? Can, I'm, I'm, I'm asking it. If you, don't, if you don't want me to testify, I won't. Can I testify? Yeah, yeah. Can, can I testify, y'all? All right, thank you for the saying I can testify. One, one had an aunt. Praise Jesus for her. Aunt Cleo, one of my favorite aunts. My God, today. Oh, just like sugar, just like sugar. Mm-mm-mm. And we got a phone call at, you know, when I get in the phone calls at 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning, I already know, I already know what they're about. And said that the God called her home. And that thing hit me 
for about maybe 10 minutes. I cried. And then it was all over with. So we go back to Denver and go to bury, bury her. And we got there and the poor church, you know, church full family and everything else. And, you know, they're all looking for somebody to be strong, you know. Especially talking about you say you're supposed to be strong. Look at somebody say, when you say you're supposed to be strong. That means strong and saved. Strong and saved, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And I looked at everybody, you know, family, and everybody, I mean, they having a fit up in there. And I, you know what? And one part of me said, well, how come you're not crying? And everybody else is. And so what happened, I allowed their grief to embrace me. But God took grief away from me. And when I opened it up to let grief come in, they had to carry me out to church. And you know what I said? I won't do that again. See, when God takes something away from you, don't go revisit it. Come on, y'all put a praise on it. You don't have to succumb to the things that God has brought you out of. Huh? And so you must listen when you pray because God has a direction for you to go in. Now that I pray, what then? I'm praying, I'm speaking life over, over my spiritual man. I'm speaking life over my health. I'm speaking life over my finances. I'm speaking life over my family. Well, in speaking life, You must learn the voice of the Lord. And since you've been praying, now that we've been praying for a couple weeks now, nonstop, is that right? Where is the time of listening? Huh? It has to be. That's why listening, look at the hand. Listening is at the palm, in the palm of your hand. Because you must listen. Did you go um, 46 and 10? Give me Psalm 46 and 10. Meaning, as you're turning to it, you must pause in your life. You must pause just a few minutes and let your heart be still. Huh? Don't carry your emotions up in your flesh, y'all. Don't carry your emotions in your flesh. But pause and be still. You have that? Give me Psalms 46 and 10. What does it say? You got to know and you got to be still and know who God is. So he says, let, let's go back to 1 Samuel chapter 3. I'm going to do a new thing and the ears shall tingle. In that day, I will form against Eli, all the things we have done, and we understand that, all right? So Samuel had to learn God because Samuel did not know God, but God was calling him. But the only voice that he was familiar with was Samuel. I'm sorry, Eli. Samuel only knew the voice of Eli. Thank you. And Samuel had to learn God's voice, right? Go to um, 
Go back to Hebrews 3 and 15. You have it? Give me two more verses of that in that third chapter. Wait a minute. Go back again. When some heard, they what? Did provoke. Provoke. Read. How be it not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. Read. But with whom was he grieved forty years? Uh-huh. Was it not with them that had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? Read. Now, listen, God has a rest for us. And as we're saying, praying and seeking the Lord, we want to be and find a place and find a resting place in God. Faith family, we are so bombarded with multiple layers of things in our society in the area of our influence, and somebody must have an ear to hear and listen. The Lord said, listen, my people's, both ears are going to tingle. I think they used to say, and uh, when the, I think the old folks had, a, you know, one of the old wives' tale, what they said, you, you must have been, did your ears tingle? Because you must have, you know, I was talking about you, so you must have. from the scripture. You, you must have known I was talking about you because did your ears tingle? You know, now, what that meant was, God said, listen here. When you listen, God will not hold anything from his people. Prayer is when you have that covenant relationship. Samuel didn't know God, but not knowing God did not prevent him from knowing God. That's when you don't know something, as not a blockage for you knowing. He didn't know God, but God got his attention anyway, and he knew God. So, what we learn through prayer and listening. We learn the God of the Bible. Jer Jeremiah, what's your favorite scripture, Jeremiah, daughter? I know the thoughts. How many of us quote that? Huh? Jeremiah 29 and verse 11. Right? Turn to it real quick. Jeremiah 29 and 11. Uh-huh. And what it say? For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, uh -huh. saith the Lord. Yes. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. Uh-huh. Now we we say that, but where 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 is the listening at? You God knows you're expected in, but do you need to know it too? Some things is going to be withheld from you. 
Some things you're not ready for yet. But even you have to have an ear to listen. Why? My brothers and sisters, there is a season for all of us. And because we are in seasons, different stages of our spiritual life, huh? there is a season of affliction. Uh-oh. Yes. Yes. There is a season of affliction. Brother Pastor, is that biblical? Yes. Many are the afflictions of the right. There is a season of affliction. But God knows you're expected in. So you must be still and know that I am God. You must listen, have an ear to hear what God is saying. You keep talking too much, you ain't hearing nothing. Some, so sometimes you pray, God says, just, just stop and get up. And just keep doing what you're doing. I, 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 I've had it. What have you had? I've had it. Well, what is it? I've had enough. Enough of what? Enough of being saved? Who told you that living saved would be without circumstances, problem? Who told you that you would not have bodily experiences? Who told you that? Huh? Somebody didn't tell you the truth, right? Somebody did not tell you the truth. Now listen, listen. Um, when we look at listening, when you look at listening, there is, when we petition the Lord, and we're, when we petition God, we pray for God's will to be done. Amen? And not only in us, but in the world. So first of all, there's no need to pray um, the will of God be done in heaven. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You can't pray for the will of God to be done in heaven. Uh-oh, are you still with me? How can, how can you pray for the will of God to be done in heaven when it's already done? Thy kingdom come, thine will be done on earth as it what? Heaven is already, God, God has already willed it. God's already willed it, right? So you're looking for the manifestation to happen here. We pray, Lord, come on and let your will be done in heaven. It's already done. What are you praying for? You're praying for the will of God. It's already done. All we're praying for is it to be manifested here. How many times have you heard me say, you cannot pray a prayer that heaven has not already conquered? Huh? When we petition God, huh? Now it comes time to listen. So what? The will of God is already done in heaven. So you must have tingling ears to hear what is going to be manifested in our lives. 
That's why when the disciples pray, Lord, teach me how to pray. I'm wasting a lot of words and I'm getting confused. The enemy will get you confused in your prayer, but it can't confuse your listening. Huh? Samuel, the only voice Samuel knew was Eli until God got his attention. So what did God do? God came and stood. Samuel had both things. Samuel had an encounter spiritually with the spiritual eye, and then he had it encountered to where his ears had to get adjusted. Okay, what? I think I lost somebody. Watch this. What God, what God gave Samuel was spiritual ear. What do they call them? What you put in your ear to listen? Hearing aids. God gave Samuel spiritual hearing aids. Why? Because he couldn't hear. He could not hear God with his own ear. So God had to work on him because why? God was going to do and God was going to use Samuel in the place of Eli. So Samuel, watch me, had to, as a young age, learn what the old man had. The old man had years of listening and knowing God's voice. Samuel had now just been ushered in to a place that the old man had. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Huh? So what? God had to do a new thing in him because God's about to pro, uh, uh, um, what I want to say, send him in areas of warfare that he was not even accustomed to. Why? His mama dropped him up at, a, at the temple when he was un, even under age of even learning the office of a priest. Huh? Now, if that was today, y'all would say, y'all would call the, uh, the, the job people on him and say, listen here, you, you, you need to send God a subpoena because God, God is, yeah, yeah, God, child protective service because God is using people underage. He wasn't even at the age to be there. He's been dropped off to learn the office of a priest and he was put in a place where he wasn't wanted. Now watch me now. He's feeling bad. His mama drops him off first. Say, mama don't want me. I'm here with this elderly gentleman. He don't want me. But then I'm here to serve. And he keeps calling me. And then when I get there, he says he ain't calling me. I'm showing up confused. But then God said, I'm going to do a new thing. In, in who? Me? Who am I? We talk to somebody and ask him, who you think you are? See, if you don't listen, you really won't know the expected thing that God has for you. You ought to put a praise on somebody. Oh, my goodness. I'm eating up my time. Um, when we pray, God has a rule that he uses. 
And uh, the greatest tool in the rule is now that you've talked to me, now that you've prayed, now that you have um, decreed, can you listen now? What happens when God desires to send you in another direction? See, we get focused in one area, in one direction. But because God says, now that you pray and we're in relationship now, I may decide to take you from point A. You really want to go to point B. But I'm going to take you from point A and put you to point J. And if you're not listening to God, you start questioning God like God that made a mistake. You're trying to tell God, Lord, well, how can you jump me clear to J and I haven't even been to B? Because it's in alphabetical order. See how you try to talk to God and reason with God? You cannot tell the creator anything. Why? God has nobody that counsels him. Huh? My sheep know my voice and a stranger they will not. How can you get confused if you know the voice of God? You can't get confused. The only way you can be confused is because you want to be out of order. How many have tried to fight with God? Don't lift your hand. God tells you to turn left. You want to turn right. Huh? Why? Who do you think you are? Who really do you think you are? Because heaven isn't everything you have. Haven't I given it to you? God is saying can you make a list of what I have not given you? This is what God is saying. And if you get a, the spirit of listening, you'll be in lockstep with me. But your problem is you think you know more than what? You think you know what's better, better for you than I do. So then you call me into question even after I've spoken to you. Somebody, something wrong here. I'm speaking to you, but you don't respond to me. I'm telling you, it's time to move. You tell me why. We got a problem. Houston, we got a problem. And you want me to keep blessing you, your family, your health, and your wealth, but you're not listening. You've, you, you've done it right. Oh, my goodness. You've done it right. You praised me. You've given me thanksgiving. You've confessed. Huh? You went and had intercessory prayer for others. You petitioned me. But then you're not listening. How can I be in the temple of God and don't know God? Easy. Samuel was in the temple of God. And did not know the voice of God. He had to learn God's voice. Eli knew what was going on. Eli said, I tell you what. Next time, he knew it was God. Next time God calls you, say, here am I. So God comes to him. Listen, when you listen, when you listen to God, he'll come and stand right in your doorway. 
He's not going to come in until you open up. Look, ask your neighbor, say, neighbor, can't you hear someone knocking at your door? Well, praise Jesus. Y'all hear the praise on that. Lord Jesus, if you if you open up, if you open up, I'll come in. What does that mean? You have to do something yourself. Huh? And opening the door might sound like it's not a big deal, but some of us is the hardest thing to do is to open up the door. See, because what? When you open up the door, then we read the scripture, I'll come in. And then I said, I'm with you. But you won't open up because you don't trust me. You won't open up because you want things done your way. I'm knocking because you ask me. Huh? You ask me to come. Lord, come. Come see about me. Come see about my family. Come see about my country. Come see about the nation. Come in the sanctuary and bless us. But when I stand and knock at your door, you won't open up. The other part, the other reason why you won't open up, because you don't want to do what God tells you to do. Huh? Because you keep giving excuses. Huh? All Simon said, Lord, here I am. What did he know? And then God put it on him. Oh, my goodness. I got five minutes left. And God put it on him. God said, I'm going to do a new thing in it. What did Samuel know about the whole nation of Israel? He's a young guy. What well, 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 can I dumb it down? He's a young whippersnapper. But you're going to use him over your chosen people? And you got the elderly statement, uh, statesman that you said, I ain't going to use him no more because he messed up. So I come to your... God came to his door, stood in the doorway, and then talked to him. He had to listen. What meaning? What 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 mean? He had to listen. He received the spirit of listening. So now, God, I'm praying. I got these areas of these areas of prayer, but one thing that I'm faltering in. I don't have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying. And I have to listen because um, Satan is a deceiver. And so he disguises himself as an angel of light, and then he'll disguise his voice. Huh? But however he disguises his voice, Jesus said, I don't care how the enemy comes in, my sheep, they know. My sheep know my voice in the midst of screaming and hollering, disorder, confusion. My sheep still know my voice. Can I, can I prove it within less than three minutes? Let, let me prove it so you can really gravitate to this. Just think back a few years ago. Think about, think back on the number of children that was on your block where you grew up at. I remember all them kids on both sides of the street. And we, when we came up, 
Our, we, we had them big old street lights, and when the wind blow, they would cast a shadow on the ground. You know, they rock and whatnot. Anyway, mom would call you, call your name. With all them kids, my mom would call your name. Now, if you didn't come on the first call, mom would call you again. Sad. Call you again, now she give you a chance. Chance on second round, because why? All them kids. But when she called, Gilbert, Leroy, Clay. I don't care if there were 50 kids out there. I knew my mother's voice. Huh? God doesn't care how many voices are in the world. Huh? But when God calls your name, my sheep, know my voice, and a stranger, they will not follow. Come on and put a praise on with all my time. Hallelujah. The spirit of listening must overtake us. Come on, praise God one more time. May the Lord bless you, my brothers and sisters. May the Lord smile upon you. I pray that, amen, through these um, couple weeks of prayer, done with prayer, that it was a blessing. The Lord said the same way is coming on the next uh, couple weeks of this month. I want to deal with sowing and giving. I want to deal with, with the spiritual side of reaping um, a bumper crop, a harvest. And so we're dealing with finances. Those are the same beginning on Monday. Praise God. And I pray that it bless you. We always do it at the end of the year. God got some great things to that. So uh, tune in and be with us. And may the Lord bless you. And may the Lord smile upon you. Live in the word. But yours true, Pastor Clay. Be blessed of God. Thank you.